Welcome to Believe in Baylor. I'm Christian Beard. And today we're going to recap the season and then go over the bowl game. And all of it, honestly, is, you know, just a little bit disappointing. But let's get into it. And when I say disappointing, it's it's not necessarily the team better say we had our destiny in our hands but we dropped it and now we're sitting at uh sitting at us going the armed forces bowl against air force um not bad you know you're always lucky to be in a bowl game but i digress let's talk about the season starting from game one pretty simple albany 69 to 10 we come in number 10 team in the nation i mean it's looking good shapen's got 214 passing uh in which he he continually keeps a pretty high level of play all season. So all the shape and hate I'm not really with. Uh, there's so much more that goes into that, but blaming Shapen for so many of our problems is definitely not something that I agree with. Um, remember, Shapen won us a Big Twelve championship. He won us a bowl game against Ole Miss. So just rem- just try to remember that. And he's young, so we're fine. Anyways, so moving on, BYU. I mean that game. Looking back on it, it's something we really needed to win. That double overtime loss was just killer. Um, a seven-win season would have probably got us into, I believe, a bowl game against someone who we actually wanted to play. Nothing against Air Force. Nothing against the Armed Forces Bowl. None of that. Uh, it's not deep like that. I really wanted us to get a bowl game against, say, Wisconsin, Arkansas, Ole Miss, SEC matchup, Big Ten matchup, um, and I believe Air Force is in the Mountain West. Not really something I I particularly want to go see. I'm going to go watch it, but like you know, it's like we weren't invited to to some like really fun party, and we're just going to the kind of lame one. No disrespect to Air Force, just that you know, conference matters, and it we all know that. I mean, that's that's just how the NCAA is right now. But we're lucky to be in a bowl game. We're happy. And, you know, it's something that's good, right? It's, it's a positive, but it could be more positive is what I'm trying to say. But I believe due to that BYU loss, not having those seven wins uh, hurts us. I mean, it, it hurt us in the ending. Texas Tech, even though we beat the, the crap out of them, Texas Tech gets to go to a better bowl game. They get a better matchup. They get a more fun matchup. Um, they're not going to Fort Worth playing at TCU Stadium, you know. So that BYU game, while I thought originally is like, okay, it's good to get that loss out of the way. Right. Uh, and I thought we weren't going to lose many more after that, but you know, things didn't quite work out how we wanted to. We then go play Texas state, right? 42 to seven shaping with 184, uh, passing yards, Richard Reese, obviously with 156, uh, still, then we go play Texas state 42 to seven. Uh, we win that one. Shaping 184 passing yards. Uh, Richard Reese really starts to uh, come out as a, a top tier running back at that point. He gets 156 yards. I know it's against Texas State, but as you could, as the season goes on, he really starts to pick it up. Not always getting 100 yards rushing, but you know, up there, above 50, 70s, 80s, and he really made a difference. And those games where he has a high uh, high rushing yards are obviously the games we won. Uh, when Richard Reese and Shapin are both on it, right? That's when we have our wins. You can see just with the stats here that any game that Shapin does real well and Richard Reese doesn't, it's a loss. Uh, you, 
you'll see that as we move on. Against Iowa State, 31-24. That was a big win. At least I thought so, but Iowa State didn't pan out to be uh, too great this year. So, you know, shaping with 238 yards that game. Reese, uh, Richard Reese was 78 uh, rushing yards. Awesome. Um, and, and don't forget the defense. Uh, I, I, I forget to mention them most of the time. We were up and down on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I, I really felt like it came down to our offense. Uh, if they were on as compared to as the defense was really on. Uh, but we move on. Oklahoma State. That was the game that uh, once again, they, it, 36 to 25, but I still believe that they handled us pretty well, shaping at 345 passing yards. So, you know, you can't can't ask for more, uh, I don't think. Uh, Richard Reese with 85 rushing yards. So, you know, 36-25, first Big 12 loss. We all, we go on to West Virginia, a game we shouldn't have even lost. We shouldn't have lost that game. That That's when things were looking a little rough. You know, if if we had just pulled out a West Virginia win, things everything would have looked completely different for the season. Uh, I believe so. That BYU and that West Virginia were, were smooth sailing still. Kansas, uh, 35-23, we beat them. Awesome. And this we start rolling, right? Kansas win. Uh, totally just decimate Texas Tech, 45-17. to And then go on to Oklahoma, win that one, 38-35. Now, it's the last three games of the season that we just needed we just needed one right just one win and we couldn't do it we just couldn't do it we go to Kansas state and they they decimate us uh it's 31 that's a 31 to 3 uh game shaping with 203 rushing yards still we still can't get a touchdown uh they held richard reese to only 54 uh rushing yards that game and he was our top he was our top rush, you know, rushing leader that game. So bad game. We're not looking like a hell, even a top 25 team going, moving on to TCU. They're number four ranked in the nation undefeated. We lose 29 to 28 with that last second field goal. And to me, that was something that that game showed the difference between a young team and a veteran team Uh, that you have to give it to TCU that two that last one or two minutes of the game that they they marched it down the field and they were able to scuttle that field goal uh, with barely any time left, get it off and win the game. That's tough. Everyone's got to be on the same page. So hats off to that for the players for being locked in and just being able to, to, to switch all the personnel out so quick and then get a field goal off. I mean, that was just, I truly think the better team won that game and that was TCU. But if if we just hold a little bit longer, it, once again, we're, we're in a completely different situation and uh, we have a chance to go to the Big 12 championship. Still, uh, we lose to Texas at Texas, uh, 38-27. I mean, shape in 179 uh, passing yards. Uh, Richard Reese got held to 54 again, just like Kansas State. We couldn't stop Texas's rushing game at the ending. Uh, they realized that they could just run the ball over and over and over again, and we had no answer for it. And that's when it just really, it just went downhill. It was closer than it looks. 
Um, but at the ending, they just very ending. They just pulled away. Uh, I, I believe they had a chance uh, again with like the last minute to go score again. So, I mean, it once they figured out that we couldn't stop that rush, it was it was all downhill from there. So now here we are sitting at six and six. Our bowl bid is not quite what we wanted. Uh, still awesome being a bowl game. These bowl games, are they important? Yes and no. Um, I, I believe it would be way more important if we were playing a bigger conference team uh, for recruiting everything else because we're not competing against Air Force uh, Air Force's recruits. We're competing against people like Arkansas, Ole Miss, you know, um, and then recruits will watch those games on TV, right? And, and they're more likely to want to watch uh, Baylor play someone else, obviously, in a bigger conference. Like I said, nothing against Air Force. This is an attack on Air Force as a whole. I respect the hell out of those guys uh, for doing that and serving our country. But that that's not what I'm, you know, I don't want to get that misconstrued. That's not what I'm dogging them for. Um and I see people say like, oh, well, at least we're in one. It sucks when we're not. Yeah, I, I agree. But I do believe that Baylor was still a team that should have been matched up against, you know, any of these other other teams over. I mean, over Texas. I know Texas Tech has seven wins, but Texas Tech is is getting and, and, and this one right here. And I believe, you know, and I just truly believe that and I just truly believe that Baylor should have got a better matchup. I don't care where the bowl game was. I just wish we had a better matchup. It was it overall would have helped us in the long run. Um, but either way, it is what it is. Baylor needs to prepare. This is a, this is a game and this is a situation where we don't have Baylor doesn't have much to gain, but they have a lot to lose. Air force has a ton to gain. Uh, by beating a Big 12 team, by beating Baylor, who was, who's still respected. Uh, and it still blows my mind. I, as this team that's still respect, respected and every team that we go play knows that we, we have a chance, we, you know, we have a dog in the fight. Um, just for us not getting that chance to end the season on a, on a, ver- on a really high note, uh, just, you know, it, it's kind of disappointing. But... Air Force still, but having said that, Air Force is a nine and three team, so they're they're not a bad team at, by any stretch of the imagination. I, I I'm not saying that. Um, they do have a better record than us by, you know, three games. So, despite it, they're nine and three. We're six and six. So you know, scoreboard, they could say that they got more, they got more wins than we do. Problem is they're five and three in conference play. Uh, and they're not even top in the mountain or in the mountain West. They are in air forces division. They're, they're fourth, right? So behind Boise state, Wyoming and Utah state. Uh, Overall, I'm not sure what that standing is, but nine and three. Cool. Not a ton to talk about that. We got to go out there. We do got to win. It's just important. We can't end the season on 
a low note. We've just been had a lot of lows, right? These past three games. But I believe Baylor can take care of them. I, I like I said, we all wish something different. But I'll be there in Fort Worth cheering them on. And uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh moving on from that, you know, a little bit of news is Kyron Drones has entered the transfer portal. Not sure where he's going yet. So we're running thin at quarterback. Um, I still believe Shapin's the guy, but depth is extremely, extremely, extremely important. I can't emphasize that enough. Next guy up. I don't know if we have someone else uh, in the QB room that is a reliable quarterback at this point, but we still need a reliable guy. And Kyron Drones was a reliable guy to have. I don't think he was better than shaping but you know he's got to go do his own thing i respect it so good luck to him but baylor's got to go find a guy hopefully a transfer or a young guy who's willing to sit behind uh shaping for the next i believe he'll be a junior so two more years possibly so we'll see but we just gotta we gotta find we gotta find that guy because uh it's so important to get a qb I would prefer that we have a QB after shaping. We have a QB that's like a junior or even a senior because the having an older QB is, I believe, definitely important. Uh, I feel like Baylor's always been in a situation where we have we always start out with just like a freshman, like a really fresh guy. He, he and he leads us and he takes us, and it usually happens. We we go something like six and six, and then we end up winning the Big Twelve or something like that. So, uh. Moving forward, I think it's only up for Baylor from here. Uh, as everyone else can see, we're fully capable of winning so many of those games, and we're capable of beating a top top four, top three team in the nation. We we can do it, but we have to be consistent, and that's something that this year the consistency was just not. I, I never saw the consistency. Were we a first half team? Were we a second half team? I don't know. I have no idea. Were we a uh, uh, you know, a offensive powerhouse or a defensive powerhouse. Okay, maybe not a powerhouse, but were we a team that is really good at offense or better at defense or vice versa? I don't know. Uh, just some end of the end of the year stats right here. Uh, Blake Shapin with two thousand six hundred and two passing yards. Uh, not bad. You know, that's not bad at all. Um, with a completion percentage of 64.3%. Awesome. Uh, I like it. He, uh, he got sacked 20 times. So, uh, you know, getting sacked 20 times is, is, is quite a bit. We can get that down. I mean, we still had a, I still believe we had an awesome, awesome, uh, offensive line. Do I wish that they played better most games? Yeah. Uh, I think they need to be a more cohesive unit. But overall, I they gave us a chance to win games and win big games. So I'll take it. If, uh, we do lose two of those guys. So they're going to have to fill in you know, a center and a tackle position. Uh, and that'll, that'll be tough to do to replace those guys. It it's, makes a big difference having good offensive linemen. They're hard to come by, uh, but kudos to them. I'm proud of those guys. Uh, 
But back to the stats. So Shapin, I think overall still had a a, a pretty dang good year. I mean, I I, I can't complain. Uh, Richard Reese really just came out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, it's his freshman year. He has two, uh, 962 rushing yards, um, won all kinds of accolades. Uh, I believe he's, and despite being such a good running back, Richard Reese was just Big 12 honorable mention. So just goes to show that the running back, that the running backs of the Big 12 this year were seriously something special. So uh, any other conference, I believe he'd be uh, at least second team. But that's definitely something we have to to hang our hats on. And moving forward, we've got a solid group of running backs, and that's exciting. That's going to make a big difference. Uh, receiving this year, uh, Monterey Baldwin was our top uh, wide receiver with 500, 565 receiving yards. The receiving just this year just wasn't something that uh, I don't think we really had – we didn't really either. We didn't utilize it well, or we just didn't have that great of a receiving court. I'd like to see them uh, come into next year, be able to hopefully pick it up a little. Honestly, um, if we can combine all the great things from our quarterback, our running back to our receivers and our offensive line, that will be a complete offense. And uh, I think that was the difference between winning those, those really close games. For the defense side of the ball, uh, Walcott had 80 tackles, not bad at all. Uh, the defense was not bad, but it was you know comparative to to last year's defense. I mean, we were really we were pretty spoiled there. Uh, not as good as that defense, but I I think we're back on track to rebuilding that. So that'll be gr- great. Uh, Christian Morgan. You hear his name a ton. Uh, he had three interceptions this year. Also, not not great. Um, I'd prefer to have it'd be helpful to have someone who uh, on that side of the ball who got more interceptions. Obviously, more interceptions are a good thing. But they did play some. They did play some good defense. They did lock down. You know, many of the great receivers, but just defense side of the ball was was not quite up to par but we kind of expected that it was a rebuilding year on defense and obviously on offense as well but we I feel like we see something special happening on offense and next year is going to be uh definitely better and when once again I believe I definitely believe we can be in the running for the Big 12 championship again as well as all these other teams in the Big 12 I think the Big 12 is going to be the same deal. So it's going to be grueling once again just to climb up the ladder, just to get wins. Uh, Just to get wins every week is going to be tough. Uh, But it it is fun football to watch. Totally, I prefer it this way. Um, And I'm anxious to see how the top teams in the Big 12 do against uh their opponents in the bowl games that being kansas state uh even texas and definitely tcu uh how we how they're able to match up against these big 10 teams and these sec teams baylor we won't get to see that sadly but you know uh can't complain about it too much but we all whether you say it or not we all wish we were uh 
playing someone else. I totally believe that, but still going to be a great game. Still lucky to be in a bowl game. It's eight teams, eight teams in the big 12 that were bowl eligible. So, I mean, I can't remember the last time that happened. Um, you had everyone in the mix, including like even Kansas, you know, uh, Nothing easy about the Big 12, and I don't see it getting any easy any easier. All these teams are getting better, uh, and before Texas and OU and all of them leave, they're going to be a problem, and then we have everyone else coming in, and that'll be tough. We got BYU coming back. So, I mean, if you look at it, we lost to, some, we lost to a Big 12 team, technically BYU, so we're just really middle, we're just really middle of the road but just so close so much, so many little things could have happened this season that would have changed uh, everything in that big 12 standing. So overall Baylor football this year, big hopes, big hopes, top 10 team. Um, I truly believe that we had the ability to end it at least as a top 25 team. Um, we dropped some, we, we all know we dropped some games that we shouldn't have, but the future is actually very bright. And if we just get, you know, just a little bit better, it's an eight win season or a nine win season. It's a chance to compete in a big 12 championship. There's no reason that Baylor fans should be, worried or should be saying, Oh, we need a new quarterback. We need, no, no, no. We've got pieces of the puzzle. Don't, don't move them around. We don't need to just blame a quarterback because that's so easy to do. People who just blame a quarterback have no idea. I believe about they, they, they tend to forget that there's 11 players on offense, 11 players on defense, hell 11 players on special teams, there's so many more pieces of the puzzle that no one pays attention to. So if you're just watching the quarterback the whole time and we're losing, well, you're going to blame the quarterback because you didn't see anyone else messing up, but go watch these games, go watch the offensive line, go watch the defensive line. Um, See who's actually a good player. Who's actually helping us or hurting us. Um, Most people don't do that, which is fine, but calling for, a new quarterback or something ridiculous like that is it's just asinine to me. It it just makes zero sense. And it's, it happens everywhere though. Um, I believe coach Aranda is a great coach. Um, I believe the players are behind him. I believe he's, uh, he's the guy that can, that can lead us to another big 12 championship. Remember we have a big 12 championship. He'll take us to another one. Uh, we're in good shape. So uh, hopefully, and I do believe this, not everyone, but hopefully the fan base can get behind this because it is something special. And uh, it's not a guess, you know, it's not a, oh, I told you so moment next year when we, I believe, are in the running for an actual running for the Big 12 championship. And we're, you know, an eight win team at least. Uh it, it, it's right there. The proof is in the pudding and we totally have a chance. And as a young team that I just see getting older and we fill in those spots on off on the offensive line, we're just fine. And we can win the, we can win it. We can win the damn thing. 
So while this was a disappointing season, this was a season filled with growing pains and something that I believe that uh, it's going to take us far. Uh, it, it sucks because it's, it's a whole year uh, to get this right, but they're going to get it right. And we're going to, Baylor's going to take care of Air Force and Baylor's going to, and Baylor's going to get to spring ball, figure out these problems, fill in at least some of these missing pieces we have. And then by summer before season, hopefully younger guys, uh, they benefit off that off season or we pick up some transfers and we're ready to roll, but hang in there. It's going to be fine. And it's nothing but up for Baylor football. Uh, from this point on. And that's all today. Uh, I'm Christian Beard with Believe in Baylor, and I'll see y'all again. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.